What's up, everybody? This is Justin Flinter coming to you live from Northern Virginia with the Justin Flinter Podcast by My Metro Medicine. This month's Ask the Expert interview, we sat down with Asia Hyken, a certified professional yoga therapist from Falls Church, Virginia, where she runs her own practice, Peaceful Mind Yoga Therapy. She also works together with various other health practitioners at the Falls Church Wellness Center right here in Northern Virginia. If you are a yoga practitioner, then this is the podcast for you, because Asya is not only a certified yoga therapist, she is also an expert in the practice of yoga and has been an instructor for most of her life. In this interview, she explained to us the differences between various styles of yoga and how to make the choice to practice the style that is best for you. Asya also shared with us about yoga therapy, which is one of the newest forms of therapy that has exploded into the healthcare industry. When you listen to this podcast, you will understand why she is so passionate about this amazing practice and how she has helped so many people live a healthier and happier life through this ancient practice that has turned into a medicine. On behalf of Ozzy and I, we thank you for listening to this podcast and be sure to tune in next month for our Ask the Expert interview. Keep on listening and we'll keep on recording. This is Justin Flinner and this is the Justin Flinner Podcast. Have a happy 4th of July, everyone. Hi everybody, welcome back. This is June and it's the Ask the, Ask the Expert interview with Asya Haiken. So we are going to discuss today uh, yoga therapy. So this is a brand, well fairly new, I like to say brand new because it's in people's minds it's becoming yes. brand new. So yoga therapy is really hitting the medical industry by storm and it's becoming very, very popular, not just because of the fact that it's yoga and a lot of people practice it, but because now we're really starting to understand the benefits of what yoga can do for the individual. And we're taking that to the next level. And I now have with us today, someone who is at that next level. So a certified professional yoga therapist, Isaac Heiken, welcome. Thank you, so, thanks for thank having me. Absolutely, it's a pleasure to have you here. So let's talk a little bit first about you. Let's get to know a little bit about you person, uh, personally, professionally. So can you tell us a little bit about your practice, which is called Peaceful Mind Yoga Therapy, right? Yes. Okay. So your practice is in Falls Church. Right? Yes. I'm in Falls Church. I'm actually located at Falls Church Wellness Center. Okay. Um, so I work at the Wellness Center. I work with um, individuals one-on-one. -on -one. So often people get referred to me by uh, mental health practitioners who work there, by chiropractors, medical doctors. So I work with a lot of individuals who have chronic pain, okay. anxiety, depression, uh, just you know stress. So what yoga therapy can, is, you know, as opposed to you know anyone can go to yoga class, but the right. you know reason to come for a yoga therapist would be to have yoga applied to you individually. Right. Because you know, not everybody is a good candidate for a yoga class. If you have a knee injury, you, you know, may not be able to come to yoga class, but you can still benefit from yoga. So um, I make tailored practice for people, and then I coach them. I help them to take it home and make it their own. So I you know, figure out when they can do it, how much they can do. So um, this will become effective. So this therapy, uh, well, I'm going to have to, I'm going to ask a lot of questions about yeah, it. I'm really yeah, curious. Yeah, yeah. I know a little bit about it because we've been chatting, but I don't believe a lot of people out here will know as much as obviously you do. So, how did you get into it? I mean, how did you go from what you were doing before, and then how you transitioned into this? Yes. So I've been teaching yoga for almost 20 years now. Oh. I've started, you know, way back, even bef you know before it was you know, very, as popular as it is now. Mm -hmm. And um, I always was interested in the therapeutic benefits. I've always tended to, you know, work with people who had, you know, maybe, you know, suspects, you know, injuries or medical conditions. So, um, you know, I kept, you know, I kept working with my teacher and upgrading my training and a lot of the training I got was in different therapeutic applications. So two years ago, um, International Association of Yoga Therapists, which is a professional organization that's been promoting yoga therapy for the past okay. 20 years or so, 
they started um, this new certification. So um, so it's been around essentially then for 20 odd years. And, or are we saying that yoga was a practice, but some people just refer to it as a therapeutic way to just sort of go about daily life? Or was it always at the level of yoga therapy and it's just now breaking through the scene? So that's, that's a very good question. You know, traditionally, if you go back to, you know, yoga as it was practiced in India, you know, really the yoga class is a fairly new phenomena that started maybe in the early 20th century. But before that, yoga was usually done one-on-one, -on -one, you know, from teacher to student. So, I mean, of course, yoga class is a great thing because it can, you know, reach more people. So when it came to the West, it tended to be in the class format, but there were always teachers who were interested in, in a more one-on-one -on -one approach. So we can say that all yoga is therapeutic, but you know, right. at the same time, if you have you know, 30 people in class, of course some people will benefit, but it's not as precise as when you are working one-on-one. -on -one. So definitely the th therapeutic part has always been there, so you can say that all yoga is therapeutic, but especially the way it, you know, in um, the West, it kind of moved a lot into the fitness world, and you know we have yoga classes at the gyms, you know, which is great, but you know not appropriate for everybody's. You know, very kind of high power, strong, dynamic practice yeah. is not accessible for everybody. So when you started yoga, did you have ex uh, yoga therapy? Did you have experience with it before? Is this something you've done your whole life, or when did you start the whole process? Uh, becoming interested in it and saying so yes I was I always um, I got interested in yoga first when I was in college and it just was a way for me to help both my mind and my body you know my body was dealing with a lot of stress from studying and kind of you know, sitting and <laughs> yeah. looking down um, I know how that is and a yes. lot of people have to yeah so that, my, my neck was hurting and I you know went out looking for things and interestingly the first yoga book that I found and you know they, they weren't as many yoga books you know back in the 90s but it was called yoga for common ailments okay so and in that sense it feels like you know I've started with yoga therapy right, so right, right. I've used this book and then um, I've started going to yoga classes and eventually um, I moved on to teaching that's so definitely I've applied it to myself and you know I've applied it to people around me so that's always been an important part. That's great and uh, is there a person in mind that maybe had the most impact on your life uh, that helped get you more involved with the profession or introduced it to you for the first time? So I, I, I mean there, there were a lot of teachers when I was in graduate school in Philadelphia I have a wonderful teacher there and her teacher Joan White and then when I moved to this area I mean, this area is really, um, you know, even you know before yoga, you know, appeared everywhere. There were several big studios here that I've, you know, teachers that I've had been fortunate to study with. Um, mm. So, you know, definitely. So I think this is a great point for me to say that if anybody out there has any questions for us, yeah, please send them in at any time. Uh, put them in the comments feed at the bottom of this live video on Facebook. Uh, if you're not following us on Facebook, if you're on Instagram, no problem. Just flip over to that application and just uh, pop a little question in the comment. Uh, or if you just want to say hello, that's fine as well. Uh, we'll answer your questions as we go throughout, as they come in, and uh, we'll go from there. So let me see. Yeah, we are popping up. We're right there. Perfect. All right. So. Now, let's get into the meat of yoga therapy. So, what does it actually mean to be a yoga therapist? Tell me a little bit about the profession. Yes. So, uh, usually, you know, when someone comes to me for yoga therapy, you know, the first thing I do is talk to them. So, I have kind of a, you know, lengthy intake process. And, you know, of course, we know that yoga is holistic. So, I'm, you know, I'm not just asking them, you know, about their shoulder. I'm t you know, I talk about their lifestyle, you know, their support system. So it's it's really um, a holistic approach, and so I just I just listen, and um, so we start from there. And th there are a lot of practices. Sometimes I come people, I have people come to me who don't really care about asana. You know, they maybe they do exercise. You know, maybe they're a runner, but they're not interested in doing yoga. But 
they're really stressed out. So I can do yoga nidra with them, which is a um, guided relaxation practice. You know, I can do chanting, you know, mudras, hand gestures. So there's a whole so spectrum of practices. So based off of your intake and your conversations with them, you can tailor what comes next. Exactly. Which style yes. is going to work best for yes. them. Yes. And what movement. So can you tell us a little bit about that process? So you've done your intake, they come in, you figure out, oh, they might need this. Mm -hmm. Then what happens? So I also talk, I ask people about their goals. For example, you know, if someone tells me they want to relax, I'm going to take one direction. If someone tells me they want to get stronger, you know, so they can, you know, remain active and get more things accomplished, then I'm going to take a slightly different direction. So, you know, depending on my um, client's goals, we're going to put together a practice. So, the, you know, the, we kind of, you know, try things out, see what works, and my goal is to come up with a practice and then I send a follow-up so people actually get their practice written out for them with little pictures and cues and then usually it takes a few visits we kind of go back and forth you know we see how the practice is working so we can update it see what works you know it's, it's a process and but the, the really important part if someone wants to do yoga therapy I'm hoping they're willing to at least spend at least 10 minutes of their day doing some kind of practice, maybe just taking a mindful breath. I mean, I don't, you know, sometimes people have kind of an all or nothing approach, so they think, you know, I don't really have an hour to do yoga in the morning, so, you know, why even try? But sometimes a small thing, you know, just, you know, taking mindful breath throughout the day can make a difference. So I try to meet people where they are and give, give them something that's practical that, you know, they can work with. Because right, that's, a, that's a challenge being a practitioner, even myself. Yes. Okay, these are some things that I advise you to work on a little bit, some recommendations. Mm -hmm. uh, come back next week or come back next session, whether it's a couple days from now, whatever yes. it might be, and give me a little bit of information on what it is that you've actually done. Well, I didn't really have time to do this work. So to build it into their life is very important. Uh, so in terms of going through the therapy from session to session, roughly how many sessions or how many weeks or how, how long do you usually stick with the patient? Say that they're always on par 100% of the time. They're doing their homework. Mm -hmm. They're doing all the exercises. They're coming to see you. They're doing everything they're supposed to. What's a rough estimate in terms of time? Sure. Uh, I mean, I've had people who come in once and, you know, they're ready to have a strong practice. They just have a small issue and, you know, I tweak their practice a little bit. And, right. you know, they tell me, well, it's great. It's working. I don't have that neck tension anymore. But, but usually, mm -hmm. on average, um, people come in um, once a week for about, you know, maybe four to eight weeks. So couple, maybe, you know, two months, a little over that. Mm -hmm. I like to work on a weekly basis. And then, you know, from there, they might start coming bi-weekly or, you know, once a month to maintain and, you know, adjust. And, you know, sometimes, you know, goals change. You know, they're feeling better. So we started with a restorative practice and they were mostly on the floor. They're feeling better and they want a more active standing practice that they can do in the morning. So then I can design that for them. So it could be, it, it really depends, but it could be ongoing or, you know, if it's depending on how involved the issue is. You know, if it's something they've been dealing with for the past 30 years, it might take, it might take a little time. It might take a little time. Exactly, right. Yeah. Okay, so that's good. So you, have, you get a feel for the patient in the beginning when they come in, have a nice conversation, and then you go through which in your mind which one is going to work best for them develop a practice have yes. them repeat it come back and see you i think one of the additional benefits where you are at is the fact that you have other people around you so false church wellness yes. so you have uh, last month actually stacy uh, who was here you work uh, in, in the same center yes same yes. clinic as, uh, as her so yes. how do you work together being that this is a major benefit for people to come to see you Yes, um, so it's really great to be part of a wellness center where all the practitioners have, you know, this collaborative approach. So, for for example, we have a massage therapist, um, and you know, she's great, and she um, sees people. And of course, massage therapy is great, but it, depending on what you know, they're sitting at their desk all day, you know, not moving. 
they're not going to feel so great. So she can refer someone to me and, you know, I can talk to her, of course, you know, with the permission of the client. So we can come up with the, you know, course, with a practice, a course of treatment that's best for them. So, you know, someone who I'm seeing, you know, if they're dealing with a lot, you know, I might recommend a counselor. You know, we have counselors. and that I tend to co collaborate with. So, and again, you know, we might, so it's like when you go to a doctor and then they refer you out to someone else, and sometimes it takes a lot of effort to have them communicate. That's so right. we are in the same space. We have an acupuncturist, chiropractor, so we're in the same space. It's easy for us to talk. So definitely Fall Church Wellness Center is a great place to go um, to have a team, kind of an integrative approach to your health. We have a naturopathic doctor. Actually, I'll just, I can mention now we're collaborating on a workshop that we'll be offering on um, July 28th um, on, um, it's um, naturopathic medicine and yoga for reducing inflammation. So, you know, we know that inflammation is, be, you know, behind most um, chronic conditions. So. We're going to talk about diet and lifestyle and yoga. Okay, so inflammation more for chronic diseases. So what kind of what kind of uh, labels do you think people out there might have that would benefit from uh, this workshop? So things you know like metabolic syndrome, you know high blood pressure, you know maybe prediabetic, um, autoimmune, autoimmune issues, like definitely, arthritis, yes, yeah, things like yeah, that. Things okay. like that. So any kind of illness that you may be suffering from that's related towards inflammatory diseases. Yes, and if you want to learn, you know, what herbs to use, what supplements to use, you learn, you know, a supportive yoga practice. And that workshop is actually happening at Sun and Moon Yoga Studio, and this is um, a yoga studio that I've been associated with. And where is it located? It's in Arlington. In Arlington. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you live in Arlington and you're watching right now, then check it out. Uh, where can they find the information for it? On so uh, actually on the studio website. On it's studio also website. on my website. You can go to my website is uh, peacefulmindyogatherapy.com. Okay. Or the studio website is Sun and Moon Yoga Studio. Okay, and when is it happening again? It's July 28th, it's Saturday July at 1.30, so okay. it's coming up All right. pretty soon. Good. So this, this interview yes. will be posted on YouTube a little bit later, and I will have all the information, including website, if you yes. happen to forget and can't remember where to scroll mm -hmm. through in the video. So I'll have it posted for you easily so that you can find it uh, and get to that workshop. So when can they, reg can they register now? Yes. Or, good. So register now, take a yeah. look at it. Uh, if you have any questions about it, feel free to send it in now, and she can answer questions about that workshop. So, I hear it vibrating. I wonder if it is coming from our feed. Okay, not quite yet. But I do have another question for you. Um, just popped into my mind when you're talking about uh, yoga therapy specifically. I'm afraid that people might think that, being that it's new, that they might think, well, what's the difference between yoga therapy and me just getting like a one-on-one -on -one session with a yoga instructor? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think the answer is found, though, in the training that you have received. So can you speak a little bit about the training that you have had uh, that sets you apart from just someone who's just a yoga instructor and can do a one-on-one -on -one session with someone in, in a studio? Exactly. So, um, so to become a certified yoga instructor, you need 200 hours of training. And I mean, there are a lot of programs out there. Some of them are great. Some of them will actually do this training in a week. I mean, I'm not sure how we can fit 100 hours that's, of training. <laughs> that's a lot of training. <laughs> Uh, so to be a yoga therapist, you need another 800 hours of training on top of that. So most of the yoga therapy programs are two to two to four year programs, you know, depending on how, you know, okay. intensely wow. you want to work. Actually, master's level programs in yoga therapy are popping up. There's one at Maryland University of Integrative Health. Right. Um, so so mostly it's a training. Yoga therapists are trained to to assess. They're also, you know, of course, trained about their scope of practice, what they know about, and you know, they don't treat or diagnose. They just apply tools of yoga. They know when to refer to a licensed medical practitioner. Mm -hmm. So definitely, and you know, especially if, if you know, if you just want to do yoga and you don't like a class, you want a one-on-one yoga. You know, you can work with the yoga instructor and you know that's perfectly fine. If you're dealing with you know a specific condition, if you want, you know, yoga therapy to be tailored to whatever you're dealing with, you know, you're probably better off finding a yoga therapist. Right. And um, so maybe I can so you know if um, 
you are, maybe you're not exactly in this area, the place to learn about yoga therapy and to find a yoga therapist, there, there's a, yoga, a website called yogatherapy.health. So it's a website with information about yoga therapy and it will also give you a link where to find a CIAYT certified mm. yoga therapist. And that's the pamphlet that you yes. gave to me, right? Yes. Yeah, so I put, it, I put several pictures up uh, on right. social media of that pamphlet right. and I brought it up in one of my videos. So if you want to see what it looks like, or I have a couple screenshots, so go ahead and take a look uh, on the Facebook feed and you'll find it. Yeah. So one more thing I wanted to sure. mention. Um, so yoga therapy, of course, is done one-on-one, -on -one, but it can also be done in a small group setting. So oh, okay. um, I have a um, general yoga class at the group yoga class at the wellness center that I teach. So I meet with people beforehand to learn about you know their specific conditions, and then um, it's just another option you know for you try you to know, group those people yes. together. Like this is my, for lack of a better way of understanding it. Like this is my arthritis group. So this, this is, is this is this is the best way group. to do that. This is the best way to do that to have classes specific for for specific conditions. Yes, and um, so it's just a way to make it more accessible so more people can benefit. That's fantastic. That's a good way to do it. I think it, it's similar to the route that acupuncture yes. takes from time to time, especially in community and settings. You can do a group treatment. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that would be also for a specific. Right, so sometimes for specific things, sometimes it's just a very quick in and out if somebody mm -hmm. just wants to just relax sure. take a break from work yeah. or yeah. have a break from their normal routine or day, etc. Yeah. Um, how would a person know that they would actually need a yoga therapist versus another form of treatment or therapy? So, I mean, Yoga therapy is complementary. It's you know it does not take place of your regular medical treatment, but it's a comp you know it's complementary and I mean everybody can benefit from it. If you have, I think it is particularly beneficial for people with chronic pain because it can really because of its mind body approach. Because we know now that you know pain. I mean it's not all in your mind, but the mind is a big part of it because the mind is trained to be reactive to pain. You know with people who have a lot of pain. So with yoga and mindfulness and you know, meditation, we you can retrain the mind. So I, I'm finding that people with chronic pain can really benefit from yoga therapy. But even if you have you know back pain, um, any chronic conditions, if some people just don't do very well in a group class and they like we have a strange schedule that. And, and I think that a lot of people, when they go to class too, they're going for a specific reason, or maybe maybe a friend invited them, maybe maybe their uh, physician or healthcare provider or acupuncturist uh, and told them and say you might benefit from going uh, to a class or something of that nature. But they, that specific reason, they might not feel comfortable voicing, whether it's to the other people in the class or to the teacher themselves, because they don't have that kind of connection. But with you, there's probably a level of confidentiality. Exactly. So people protect. can talk about their issues. And right. even if they will be, someone who's new to yoga, it will really benefit them greatly to have some, you know, one-on-one -on -one work. Because then when they go to class, they're going to be, they're going to know what are, you know, modifications are good for them. You know, what things they want to do, what things maybe they want to, you know, skip. So it's definitely a good investment if you want to get into yoga too. Right, and this is, I think that's a great direction for yoga to be going in and now turning into yoga therapy. It's because people can now have a nice conversation with you for, for however long you set that aside for so that they can give all of the information that's relevant to them, that's relevant to their uh, what they want to see happen, hopefully. Uh, and you can officially design the treatment with them, and then carry them through the process in a protected environment or a group environment, which is in a sense also protected because you have similar conditions. And they can feel comfortable leaving knowing that, not to say that other people or other practitioners might tell the whole world about what's going on, but they feel uh, almost as though they're they safe. safe. Right. Exactly. That's right. a perfect word right. for it. They feel yeah. safe. So it's a safe environment for people to move to the next level in their health, doing something yes. that 
will most certainly help them. And especially if someone wants to practice at home, it's, I mean, of course, there's, you know, tons of yoga there. There's a lot of things online. But if you have a practice that's, you know, someone tailored to your specific needs, right. it's going to be so much more beneficial. Right. So if you're a regular yoga practitioner and you go to classes uh, often, but you have a condition that you're working through and you're not really comfortable sharing all of that information, this is a professional and certified yoga therapist, someone of this nature you can speak to privately and take your yoga practice that maybe you have developed or been uh, going through for years now and move it to the next level without having the entire class know, without having every instructor that you have worked with know. You can apply what you learn in this setting in every single class that you take, uh, and then you can eventually get through it using the practice that you love. So let's uh, go to a few questions. I have, I have so many questions on all these cards. <laughs> I really want to learn as much about this as, as I possibly can. Um, what are some of the most common questions that you get asked? I mean, I'm asking a lot of questions, but maybe if, is there a question or two that you can think of that you often get asked about what you do? So I, I think the most common question is, you know, what what is yoga therapy? Is it like physical therapy? You know, so um, hopefully we've answered that yeah, by so now. Yeah, that's that's the <laughs> most common question that um, people still get confused about. Um, in terms of um, so a patient comes in and they say, well, I wanted to try this. I wanted mm -hmm. to see what it is. Yeah. What are some of the questions that the patients might give you? Like, is this going to work? Does it? What? So I think you know people may ask, you know, like how you know how long, you know, like how much do I have to practice? You know, do I have to like do all hour? <laughs> uh huh. So um, I think the important thing for people to understand that it's. It's not like I have this idea in my head, like this is yoga therapy, and I'm going to, you know, fit my client into it. So it's mm -hmm. totally so. It's the client that's in the center, and so I'm going to create a practice that's totally uh, appropriate for them, and it can be, uh, you know, as little or as much as you know they need, or as much or as little as appropriate for whatever they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. So, and. Um, you know, the, the issue that, that I often find, you know, someone tells me, well, I've tried yoga, you know, I tried yoga and I hurt my back. And, and the, this, is, this is really, um, it's, it's sad because, you know, we want people to benefit from yoga, but unfortunately, you know, if maybe a doctor tells, tells you, you know, okay, go, you know, go ahead, do some yoga, but it's really great to reach out to you know medical practitioners so they know if they refer someone they know you know what's appropriate what's right. a class or you know a therapist or a teacher that will be able to help this person as opposed to having an experience. you know that's one of the questions that I have yeah. for you. But before I go into that I want to ask about you don't sometimes do you don't always do just yoga Right? I mean, you yeah. do, of course, yeah, yoga therapy, yeah, yeah. but you use tools, yes. and one of them is sitting right behind <laughs> me and her on the table. She has, what are they called again? Uh, they're, they're called Tibetan Tone Bowls. They're Tibetan, Tibetan Tone Bowls. Tibetan yeah. Tone Bowls. Now, I'm going to show you up close what these, I have this giant mallet. It, it, it is a giant mallet. It's very nice. But I mean, you can see, you've heard of probably Tibetan singing bowls, but these are very different. Yes. Right? But look how beautiful this engraving is, right here in the center. Um, let's show it to both so you can see. And these are handmade. Yes, they're right? handmade in India by a family who's been doing it for generations. And they are specifically made for vibrational therapy. So do you want to? Yeah, yeah I'll have you try it. So um, what I want you to do is just relax your hand. I'm going to support your hand, but you make it really heavy oh, so, so your arm is relaxed. Yeah, don't do You're anything. You're holding me up. Okay, yes, I'm so holding she's you holding up. She's holding me up. And so I'm going to ring the... This is a heavy bolt. Yes, this is a big, it's called the big resonator. Oh, I like that feeling. I can feel the whole vibration going into every one of my fingers and the palm. Mm -hmm. And how many times do you do it? Yeah. So, um... Uh, I'm just going to do it again. Go ahead, please. It feels very good. 
oh, I can feel it coming yeah. up higher. So usually when you do um, a um, whole treatment session, you can use the table, and I have three bowls, and you know, one goes on the heart area, one goes on the belly, and then uh, the smaller bowl, okay. you got it. Yeah, the smaller okay. bowl gets moved around the body. But um, what the way I use it for my yoga therapy clients is to um, mostly to help people relax because you know if someone comes in and you know we only have you know we have an hour we talk but this when I put it on someone's body and bring it you know the vibration just helps you drop immediately into your you know, parasympathetic nervous system. Like it just helps you relax immediately. It connects you to your inner being, and and it's just like everything goes right. so much easier. Even from there. just holding it and feeling it, the sound. I mean, if I close my eyes, I would probably experience it even more. But yes. also, you have yeah. a person lying down, right? Usually, I would. Yes, I would do it for someone lying down. I mean, it depends. Or you can, you know, use two okay. hands. But usually, I would do it lying down. If you are doing it on the table, face down, that's like one of the most relaxing things you can do. Uh, I just love it. Where do you place it usually? So um, the big one goes on the sacrum, and then this okay. is the hard bowl. I'm just going to raise oh. So it has a slightly higher pitch. So this is a hard bowl. So it goes either on the front chest or on the back chest. And then there's another smaller bowl that I move around the body on the acupressure and um, points in the meridians. So they're, they're very different than the singing bowl. I mean, yes. it, it seems like the, the, the frequency or the tone is much Yes, they're, they're designed to create vibration and they just right. your cells. You really, I, I can really feel it. And of yeah. course, the hand is a very sensitive yeah. part of the body and yeah. it feels a lot easier than other yes. places. But that, that vibration just goes right through. And of course, I mean, there's a lot of different forms of sound therapy. I've yes. seen people use tuning forks yeah. and other various things. Uh, I mean, just Drums. music therapy. Yeah, and, like and sound and therapy, it, you know, it's... Because right. it penetrates through the whole body, which yeah. is not easy for any kind of therapy. Exactly. Or sound therapy. Yeah. These things, yeah. these are amazing. So, how, how do you incorporate this into a, a set of treatments for someone? Like you'll do a little yoga and then have them lie so down. So usually, usually yes. Because I, I would just come for this. <laughs> I yeah, like yoga, absolutely. but this is so really I do. Nice. I'm also a. Um, I'm also sort of a certified Reiki master, and oh, okay. so. You know, I try to find tools that that help people. So um, this sometimes I do it as a separate treatment, and you know, I combine it with um, Reiki. But if someone comes in just for this, then it's a whole treatment. You are I use it on their back, I use it on their front body. But if I when I combine it with yoga therapy, sometimes even if I have a group session like at the end, you know, when people are in shavasana, I will just go around and put it in their body. And, and you know individually, like I said, if you know if someone comes in who you know maybe they've had like a really stressful day and they feel a little jittery and you know, I can't even do it at the end, you know, I, I mean sorry, in the beginning, right. I just have them lie down and you know do five ten minutes of vibrational yeah. therapy and then they're you know ready to go. They can meditate, you know, because it's it can be hard to get into that space. Those uh, the bowls is just like a direct you know pathway for you to get connected to mm -hmm. your inner being. You know, this is really nice. They're yeah. beautiful. They're really yeah. heavy, yeah. and I can feel it. So they obviously do something that really allows the individual to relax. Because like, I feel relaxed just after doing it on my hand. Yeah. So let's get into what we were briefly talking about before, which was the different kinds of yoga. So. When practitioners see patients, uh, or anyone is just sort of looking for what kind of yoga they might want to practice outside, say, I want to join a yoga class, I can think of probably at least five different kinds of yoga, and there's many more, and you, you know way more than I do. So that's just why I want to ask you, how do you know what is going to work best for the patient? How do you know which one to choose? You said yoga nidra, you said... Uh, what was another one that you mentioned? Asana. So, um, well, I think it's it's good for you know for, for of course hopefully a doctor who recommends yoga has you know some knowledge. But 
But in general, um, you know, there are styles that are more, you know, physical, more demanding. Like if, you know, you could like Vinyasa yoga, Bikram yoga, hot yoga. So these are styles that, you know, if you are in a good, good shape, and maybe you have like a little bit back pain, but, you know, you're generally, you know, very fit, you can do one of those styles and, you know, they will probably be beneficial. Although you always, you know, especially if you are some, you know, people who are very flexible, they really like yoga and, um, it can be easy to overdo this. So like over time, you know, if you've been doing it for 20 years, and then you know, that can really wear out the joints. So just if you if the reason if you can do it, that's not that does not necessarily mean that it's good. You know, mm -hmm. that you should be doing it. So it's just a note of caution. But um, other styles, you know, there are styles that are a little slower paced, more alignment based, which are, you know, good for people who maybe have some arthritis, you know, who have some limitations. What, what like a younger, a younger yoga. It depends on what studio you go. Classes can be, can have different names. Basically, um, you know, my advice is uh, do research, you know, look at the website, read, and, you know, call, check out the classes. Yes, the yes, because. It's, um, you know, there's so much yoga out there, um, so it's not easy to just say yin yoga is a more um, slow kind of restorative style where you do a lot of supported postures on the floor. The restorative yoga will be mostly supported relaxation. Yoga nidra is just a guided relaxation practice, which is kind of would go more under meditation. So, yeah, just, you know, be an informed consumer, you know. Exactly, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah. If uh, anyone out there is looking for a yoga practice or if you are currently practicing yoga and you're finding that what you're doing doesn't really work that well for you, like she said, do a little research. Yeah. And especially if uh, a practitioner that you're seeing or your doctor says, you should do a little more yoga or why don't you try a yoga practice so that you don't uh, feel as stressed, ask your next question that you should ask is what kind, what type of yoga? There's a lot out there. So don't assume that everyone that says that you should do yoga knows everything that there is to know about yoga. I say the same thing about Tai Chi. So when I tell someone to do Tai Chi practice, I give them a little bit more information as to what they should be practicing. So the same thing applies here. Yeah, so there's a term gentle yoga, which is a good way if you're just starting right. out. And also, you know, it can be a spectrum depending on what are the other classes at the studio. Mm -hmm. But starting with the, with gentle is, a, is good a good choice. Yeah, but always, you know, try it out. Don't give up. There is a lot of yoga out there and anyone can do yoga. So you'll definitely you'll find something that works for you. <laughs> I, I don't doubt up. it because it's, yeah, it can be found almost everywhere, right? Um, and what kind of credentials should one look for in an, ins an instructor? We've talked about a therapist, yes. but as an instructor, you've gone through that phase. So, so. Uh, the, the instructor, so um, it, the, so there, the basic certification for instructors is 200 hours with Yoga Alliance, so it would be ROIT 200. There's also 500 hours, so if you, they do another 300 hour on top of that. but. You know, it, it, it all depends. Check out the studio, you know, see if you like the atmosphere there. Definitely, um, you know, try for yourself and see if it works for you. So for, if you're looking for, you know, the most training, look for yoga therapist, CIAYT certified. So the right. website, Yoga Therapy for Health, would have a um, directory for that. So if you have an instructor that has that certification, you can feel comfortable going into the class least, knowing that that person right, has a decent idea and they're trained yes. in what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying there are a lot of yoga teachers, you know, when I started teaching, it was before Yoga Alliance, you know, certification does not necessarily equal, you know, knowledge and experience. So, right. I mean, you know, of yeah. course, it's now it's like a basic thing to start with, but yeah, we can be real, we can be honest. Talk to the instructor. Right, there are some people out there that practice and say that they know what they're doing, but in yes. fact they've had very little training, but they've had a lot of practice. Uh, a lot of people claim to know a lot about everything. So even in Tai Chi, I've come across a lot of people that say, well, I know a little bit about this, why don't you come and learn from me? Well, 
Yeah, so Let's see your track record. Yoga therapy is not yet a licensed field. I think they're going to move and once that moves more into healthcare field. They probably will be licensing. You know, up until then, you know, anyone can be a yoga therapist. But, but the foundation, though, that yoga has had before yoga therapy has mm -hmm. broken through the seams, and now the fact that there is certification and you're working towards licensure and whatnot, it seems like it's almost exactly the same route that acupuncture has taken. Yes. I mean, we've come a long way in the past 30, 40 years when right. it could only be practiced by doctors and then you had to practice with the doctor and then eventually, I mean people were literally taken to jail because they were practicing outside of uh, the working in tandem with another doctor. Mm -hmm. So acupuncture has come a really long way, otherwise I wouldn't be sitting here having a conversation with you mm -hmm. uh, in treating patients. So I think yoga is on the same route. Yes. And I think that's absolutely fantastic. So don't think of yoga therapy as just being, ah, it's another one-on-one -on -one course. It's my yoga personal trainer. No, this is a much higher level. You have a highly trained individual. And especially if they move forward and they get their master's degree in conjunction with their certification, then you can actually say, wow, this person is, uh, even though licensure doesn't exist, they could be considered a medical professional in the area of yoga and using therapy to help you. So if you have a condition, you're a yoga lover, this is a great place to take your practice to another level. But even if you don't practice yoga, I think it's a it's a absolutely, a, a, absolutely another it's option that totally accessible. You should that's, consider. that's the thing. That's why I, you know one of the reasons I really love what I do because I believe, you know, anyone can benefit from yoga and yoga therapy is really a way to make it accessible to, you know, everyone. So um, one more thing that I was going to mention, um, we, so talking about you know, how yoga is accessible, at the Wellness Center we have a special program that we do in collaboration with Love Your Brain Foundation and it's Yoga for Traumatic Brain Injury oh, and wow. it's actually a free six week yoga series with uh, using their specially designed um, research based curriculum. So if wow. um, you or if you know anyone who's had a traumatic brain injury and it could even be a concussion and you know a year you know could be even years ago go to the loveyourbrain.org website and find um, so you can register actually register through the website they have the, our wellness center listed there and the next starts in July the next series starts in July how do you spell that Love, love. love your brain. Oh, love your love brain. Your brain. Love, yes, your love your brain. Yes, loveyourbrain.org. It's, love your, it's, it's a foundation started by Kevin Pierce, okay. who was a, um, an Olympic snowboarder and had a brain injury about 10, 10 years ago. Okay. So definitely look, look into that. And after people complete this course, they get a discounted access to our regular yoga. That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so you have two options. You have a workshop coming up shortly, and then you also have this six-week program. Uh, so that's fantastic. Now, uh, we've talked a lot about yoga, and we've certainly talked a lot about yoga therapy. Hopefully, we've gotten the message across. Let me take a quick look to see. Uh, let me refresh this. Maybe some comments have filtered in. Give that a second. But I want to ask a couple questions about you. So we know you're a therapist, we know you practice yoga for what, 20 years or more, uh, and you do a lot of different things to help people. Can you share with us one story that uh, perhaps no one has heard before about a time in your life that helped shape who you are today? So, ah, uh, interesting question. It's a long question, <laughs> I know. I, question. I, I can repeat it again if you'd like. Ah, that's okay. Um, one story about you that maybe people don't know about you. I guess I didn't mention, so I have I have a master's, you know, when I was in graduate school and I really got into yoga, I have a master's degree in, in art history. And I was really, okay. yes, I really, um, I mean, I still love art. I love going to museums. And I always, you know, was trying to figure out like how did I get like from art history to yoga and it, I wasn't sure. I mean, I knew it had to make sense, like, you know, the different paths that we have for life, they have to make sense. But um, what I'm realizing, I think the connection is really something that like goes deeper and, you know, affects you in a deeper level and like, you know, heals your soul because you know, art is it's something not really practical, same as yoga, but it's something that makes people feel better. You know, mm -hmm. it's a 
you know, why do we have art? You know, it makes people feel better. You, you know, art look at art, too. exactly. You could have gone into yeah, art therapy. Yeah. I mean, in and a way, you kind of did. Yeah. So, um, you know, I just think it's it's interesting, you know, just for myself, kind of looking back at it and, you know, where, you know, the path that I took. But, you know, I think everything, everything you know, makes sense on some level. Who's one of your favorite artists? Uh, I love Cezanne. I don't, you know, Cezanne I just, yeah, I just, like... I'm completely in left what, field when it comes to a lot of artists. What do you like? I, I, I don't know, I like, now you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's so many artists, I mean, my wife is a, is a, is a fanatic in terms of different arts. Uh, she likes to do all kinds of different things. So we will go to museums here in DC, which yeah, is a great, great place I to know. do. I know, yeah. Like, uh, I would great. love, though, uh, I didn't actually intend to advertise it, but the Renwick has this Burning yeah, Man okay. gallery or yeah, exhibit. I, go there. I haven't been there yet. I don't know if anybody's in the area I right now. Swing by the Renwick and go see this Burning Man exhibit that they have. It's supposed to be really nice. But anything that draws my attention is very creative. I just, I, I really don't have a specific. But it's kind of like looking at art. It's like meditation. And I've, I've found that it's. I take my kids sometimes to the National Gallery, and they have these. Uh, you know, art talks, and they like they start with meditation and think this is something new because when you know I was doing it 20 years ago, I mean 25, mm -hmm. 30 years ago, it wasn't you know as connected. But now they it's just like, like yeah, it was like a lecture. But now they really make it you know mind-body experience. <laughs> no, that's good, and they're starting to build the connections yes. to it. That's just good. Yeah. Yeah. So, what is one important lesson that you learned along the way? with your training, with all of your experience in art, that you can share with everyone listening and watching? What's one thing that you've learned? I think the important thing that I've learned is that it's okay to start small. Like, you know, it's okay to be ambitious, but often what I find is people set goals that are not necessarily realistic, and then we feel like a failure. You know, okay, I wanted to get this practice in this morning for an hour, but I was really hungry and I had to go get breakfast. But even, you know, if you do a little bit, it, it all builds. And, and it's the attitude. So if you spend 10 minutes and you feel good about it, you know, it's better than if you, you know, do your practice for half an hour and then feel like a failure because you didn't complete the whole hour. Right. So just start small and go from there. That's good. That's a good tip. Sometimes, whenever you get out of your practice or your exercise routine, or something gets in the way, whether it's work or family or personal things, that's one of the first things that people put on the sidelines. Is well, I don't have time to do that, and that's not really important to me right now. And then you try to get back into it, and that's one of the most challenging exactly. things. Exactly. But you have to, you have to make it a point to get into that practice and make it a regular thing. So. I, I like your tip that even if you miss the practice, the problem is just 24 hours in the day. You can fit in at any point, even if it's five minutes of practice or, like you said earlier, just a couple of mindful breaths. That's fantastic. Uh, my last question for you, Matsuyama, is my favorite question. What gets you out of bed every single day? Well, I mean, of course, it's my family. <laughs> but, you know, but it's, it's, yeah, but it's, the, you know, it's the people. I mean, I love the, the reason I do what I do is that it helps me connect with people. So I love to work with people and, you know, connect with them. And, um, you know, I don't think, like, it's not me who's helping people, but I, I help them to connect to their own, you know, healing potential because that's what yoga therapy is about. Um, it helps people heal from within, you know, it's not something that, you know, I do to them, it's what they do to them, so I think it's establishing this connection and just communicating this is what's really important for me. Well, thank you very much for being here. Thank you. Uh, this is Asia Heiken, and you can find her in Falls Church at her, uh, her practice, I don't want to say the wrong words, it was Peaceful Mind Yoga Therapy. So your website is PeacefulMindYogaTherapy.com. Yes. Uh, she's in Falls Church uh, Falls with Church, uh, Falls Wellness Church Center. Wellness, uh, Wellness Center. Thank you. Uh, 
she's very passionate about yoga, but she's even more passionate about yoga therapy. Uh, we had long conversations before this conversation today about what it is that yoga therapy can do. So if you want to learn more about it, if you're a yoga lover, you're a yoga practitioner, keep practicing yoga. And if you're ready to take it to the next level, or if you have some specific concerns or ailments or conditions that you want a little bit more help with, and you think that this therapy might help you along the way, this is the person to talk to. So get in touch with her. I'll have all of the, her uh, contact information available for you to do that. And let me take one quick look, see if we have any comments. We'll get to some of these a little bit later uh, as they come in. And thank you all very much for tuning in. Thank you again, Asya, so for being here. Thank you, Justin. Uh, Justin Flinner, Asya Heiken, and this is My Mentor Medicine. You can find this video uh, on YouTube in the next several weeks, and you can also listen to this interview on our podcast, the Justin Flinner Podcast. I'll have it available and up for you next week, first thing. So if you missed the entire interview today, you can catch it from here on out. So thank you all for tuning in. And have a nice, wonderful day. Stay cool. It is if you're in the DC area. That is, it is about 100 degrees outside. Thank you all, and I'll see you next month. This podcast is brought to you by My Mentor Medicine, an organization that is dedicated to helping people improve their lives by learning to empower themselves and take control of their own life. Any form of reproduction or distribution of this podcast is strictly prohibited. Should you have any questions on using this podcast or information that is contained within this podcast, please write to info at mymetromedicine.com.